Welcome to my podcast, where we will look through the eyes of an 11-year-old version of me to look into the past summer. We will barge into my brain and inspect some of my most important memories of the past and see how challenging yet fun a messed up competition can be. I am your one and only magnificent host, Laukia. Today's podcast of Life Out Tween will take us on a life-changing experience. It will show us how a person can do anything, even if they stumble once or twice down the path to success. I hope my listeners have fun listening to this marvelous podcast till the very end. So, let's dive into the first event in my story. I was at my house, greeting the Westboro Public Library catalog. Last summer, I was on for a big surprise. I had been skimming through the public library website when I remembered something my fifth grade teacher had recommended. She had told the whole class that there were some summer library events coming up. This is what I remembered. I was really excited when I first heard about these events. Now, I'm searching up the website events to see that many events awaited more people to register. So, I asked my mother if I could participate in these fun events. She said that I could, but that she also wanted to check with my friend's mother to see if my friend would like to participate too. After asking my friend's mother, my mother said my friend would be happy to participate too. The Westboro meeting room was unusually loud that sweltering August afternoon. The air was thick with teen and tween sweat, and the cheesy smell of pizza was wafting my nostrils. The anticipation of the teens and tweens in the room was overpowering. Excitement was buzzing through the room. Everyone was jittery. No one could sit in their seats. I had gotten over a hundred points in the STAR program, which led me to this room. There were about 20 or so tweens and tweens in the library meeting room. As a result, everyone was chatting in the cheerful atmosphere. A bit earlier, I had received an email saying that I had won second place. Now, me and my friends were eating pizza while the librarian served different foods to newcomers. The librarian wore glasses on the tip of her nose and she was quite rotund. Then, the librarian made a motion that made me think she was calling me over. So I stepped away from the table and followed two of my friends, who I'm guessing were called over too. The librarian was holding two hand-sized pieces of plastic, which I noted as gift cards for the winners. She handed each card to one of my friends. I thought I was next, so I held out my hand, but was met by a wave of disappointment. She was saying, Sorry, dear. Your reply was too late to the email, so you will get it at the end of summer break. Her voice was brisk yet gentle at the same time. I moved back to the table with long strides and heavy feet and sat down at the empty seat. That was a kind way to put things, I thought, and snorted. After that, we were all partying when I remembered I had a question for my friend. The person who stuck by my side through this whole mess. She might not be in the mood to answer, but curiosity was taking over me.
Hey, what are you up to? I asked my friend cheerfully. She replied with a sigh. Nothing. I just wanted to know, you know, what happened to, um, your points? They were skyrocketing a few days ago, I inquired with an uneasy voice. She stares me in the eyes and says, I don't want to talk about that now. Okay, see you later, I say with a hint of suspicion in my voice, and turn around to see what my friends were talking about. So I squeezed my way into the conversation, wanting to hide the moment of discomfort. Except for that moment, and the fact that I had not gotten my gift card yet, that day I could confirm was one of the best days in my life. Life had taken an unexpected turn, and it was a good one, because I had tried till the very end. Hope can waver for a while, because maybe you're a step behind, and you need to push yourself to the limit. So take a look around to see your competition, and try your best, because you know from within that you can do it even if you fall. You know you can rise higher than before. In Teresa M. Collins' article about Thomas Alva Edison, the man who had invented the light bulb, there are some great examples of trying. One place in this article, they have a description of how Edison had to try and find a filament, fine piece of thread or wire that would help the light bulb light last longer. He tried over a thousand times to find the perfect filament, and every time he didn't find that filament, he said, I tried something new that might have improved this light bulb. That is all that matters. Another place is where Edison learned from his assistant's experiments and tried to improve them. If he hadn't tried to improve these ex experiments, we might not have some of the technology we have today. Finally, to conclude, if Edison hadn't tried to improve the inventions that were already there, we would have really bad communication facilities today. The article about Thomas Alva Edison connects to my narrative in multiple ways. He tried to find the perfect filament a thousand times, and I tried more than three times to win, and we failed and kept on going. Consequently, we both won in the end.
first event, which was fully registered, was this evening, so I couldn't participate in it. So I registered for the second event, which was the week after. I asked my father if he would be available on that day. He said yes, and my heart leapt with joy. At the event, I decided to ask my other friends to team up with me for future events. That day, I was filled with laughter at the thought of how much candy I had won from the game and the first 10 points for the prize I will soon win. The first team game had come and everything was going as planned. After the game, which we hadn't won, I asked my friends again if they would play in my team for the next game to make sure. But one of my friends said they were going to play in a different team for the next game and that she had told me in the first place. This began the Great Divide, the greatest war that had occurred between the friends of mine. The days of war were full of iron stares, the silence was deadly, turning away from each other, hostile faces, talking, and some war staring was quite common. Oh, we were talking, talking about who made the biggest mistake that consequented in the war. My friend that had said she'd play in my team but didn't would pass by me and she would whisper, It is not my fault, all yours. I told you in the first place. And this would start a mini battle. But more and more people came and this makes this teeny weeny battle an all out battle. There were supporters on two sides. The friend who betrayed me or my side, and I had lost the war badly.
The next few days were a mission. A mission to recruit two new members for my team because my trusty friend that my mother had called had stuck by my side. But these were drastic times. Finally, I recruited people, but they were very slow, but they were the only ones available. The next thing I know, I'm in the second team game, and time feels like it's stretching itself to a peak. I feel sweat dripping from my chin, not because I'm tired, but because I'm worried. We haven't spotted most of the things in the list. We were playing a find object game. If we didn't find at least five new things, we would be out of chances to win. Even if we spotted more things, we were going at a very slow pace so we couldn't reach the library. It was really impossible to win this game. I gave up all the fight in me at this top, but we still got 10 points for effort at least. Later on, I noticed that if I wanted to come in second, first place was taken by a person with 1,600 points, and I had 200 points. She was cheating. I had to raise my game.
I tried and tried and tried my best to write book reviews every day, but with no success. Because my friend was way ahead, I knew I was in big trouble. I felt worst every day as I watched my friend's scores go skyrocketing while mine stayed earthbound but one inch every day. I knew I shouldn't feel like this, that I should feel happy for her, but I felt a feeling of need at the pit of my stomach. I felt like something precious to me was being dragged away from me, but I still got myself ready to say something nice to her after she got second place.